Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. Are you guys sick of me yet? Because I'm a little sick of me. We have two bonus episodes this week, plus the interview with Darren. And now here we go again. Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. <laughs> I also feel like I keep apologizing for putting out so much content. And look, I know it's annoying when I apologize. I'm sorry for apologizing. It's something my therapist says I need to stop doing. <laughs> but here I am apologizing for apologizing. I can't help it. Anyway. We have to talk about Lohan Beach Club. Ronnie from the Watch What Crappens podcast and Rose Pricks podcast is going to be here to break it all down with me. I'm super excited to chat with him about it. And then after Ronnie goes, we're going to talk about Three Houses of New Jersey, which was an amazing episode. Oh my God. I loved it from beginning to end when Margaret was like, hit it up. Ah, you guys, I lived and breathed. <laughs> favorite episode of the season. Anyway, before I bring out Ronnie, I just want to say, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Please find Ronnie on social media as well. Check out the Watch What Crappens podcast. And if you want to support this podcast and you want access to bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click the become a patron button for $4 more per month. You get access to all of the bonus episodes. And more importantly, you just help support this podcast. So thank you to everyone that's over there. I'm promising one bonus episode a month. But there's usually been more than that, and there's a bunch of recaps and all sorts of fun stuff over there. But I, I promise one bonus episode a month, and then I've been trying to under-promise and over-deliver. Anyway, uh, I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring the show. Let's bring out Rani to talk about Lohan Beach Club. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, guys, I am here with Ronnie from Watch What Crappens. Ronnie, how are you doing? Hey. Am I holding this mic the right distance from my mouth? Yeah. Yeah, you sound great. Because I'll swallow a mic. (laughs) Well, you guys also, you and Ben, of course, from Watch What Crappens, you guys cover so many shows on Bravo, on your show. Yeah. And now I'm so excited to have you here because you're going to be talking about Lindsay Lohan, which you don't cover, which I feel like I got like the exclusive scoop from you. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Everyone's dying. <laughs> Everyone's sure. dying to Everyone's hear dying your, to your reviews. Have you been watching every episode? I watched every episode yesterday. And I think with such a trash box show like this, it's like really hurtful to do it all in a day (laughs) it's too much was it too much it's (laughs) amazing well first i didn't take notes until today's show and it's so different when you're taking notes like it was amazing like a whole new world opened up to me because i was actually paying attention to like stupid shit coming out of their mouths right but just watching it and having it on like i literally had hurt feelings i was like sad (laughs) i was like a whore but not enough of a whore like I just didn't know if I was a good person yeah. or if they were good people. Like I, I just, I was hurt. Right. I mean, it's hard to tell with Lindsay. I go back and forth like minute to minute as to whether or not we should be watching her on TV. Like, it's like, well, she, why not? We yeah. watch the crazy people talking to themselves outside the target. What's the difference? <laughs> Give them a check. Right. Do you, so do you like, what do you think of the show so far? I think it's amazing. Yeah. Now that I've like 
taking the time to cry about it and stuff. Did it take you a while to learn their names? Because I feel like I'm still learning their names. Yeah, because some of them are, like, intricate. Like, Janita. What is that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. an intricate... It's pretty. But pretty it's, like, John yeah. Ida. But then I can't remember, because then there's a Gabby. And then there's two girls. There's a May and a Sarah. May and Sarah I mix up all the time. Which... Yeah. Are similar, like, vibes, I guess? <laughs> they are. Well, one's Enabler. I just call her Enabler. I think that's Sarah, right? Sarah's the one who's dating Brent. Yeah, so she'll enable every kind of bad behavior because her brother sucks or something. But this one, you know, people compare it to low, uh, Vanderpump Rules, like she does. She's mm-hmm. like, Lohan Rules. Wasn't that the episode <laughs> that last night? That was the episode <laughs> title. Like last, it was last week's episode title, I think. Yeah, so one of them was Lohan Rules. And I'm like, no, honey. And also... The good thing about Vanderpump Rules is they really all thought they were going to be stars. Like, Katie thought she was going to be a music producer. (laughs) (laughs) Sheena thought she was going to be a singer. (laughs) These people are just like, I want to be a whore at a bar. Right. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) This episode was really all about Janita, I think. Now, when the episode opened, I was really thinking about the layout of this resort. Now, I can't wrap my head around, like, how this place is set up, because I don't think it's that big. It looks like a tiny little square. That's right. all it is, right? I With think, a few tents. And I think it is. Like, <laughs> last week I was trying to figure out if there was a spa, and now this week I'm like, oh, there's no spa. Like, it's no. literally just a few beach chairs. Yeah. It's, it's very- beach chairs, and then Lindsay, like, lays out in a funeral dress and just gets her nails done. <laughs> like, she's getting shit done all day. She was she was doing, like, shock therapy, like those, um, what are those called? Like, the, the little electrodes that oh, yeah, she had. electrodes. And she, you're right, she was in a funeral gown. She did fall asleep at one point. Like the manicurist was like, do you want me to clean the cuticles, miss? And she was just sleeping. Yeah, yeah, she immediately fell asleep. First of all, I have to apologize to you before we even start because I am I do very offensive accents, okay? I mean, okay. no offense to anybody. <laughs> don't be protesting outside of daddy's house. But, yeah, please, you know, please I have to don't. talk about what I'm watching. Okay? Yes, please. <laughs> well, while, while she was with the manicurist, too, I just want to say that she said, I'm not relaxing anymore i'm not tomb raider and it's like i don't know what the fuck Lindsay always has these little sound bites i'm like what the fuck are you saying yeah, i'm not tomb raider yet what is that yeah but wait I- <laughs> ronnie can you explain like what does that mean D- did i miss something like what does that mean i don't understand that i think i'm learning her language you okay. know like i don't know spanish but i kind of do just because i grew up in el paso like you learn you yeah know? like yeah and I sound like her right now, actually. <laughs> but I'm learning. I think what she was saying is, I'm not dead yet. I'm not in the. To- I'm not I'm in my not, tomb okay. yet. You know. But she doesn't know what Tomb Raider is. That girl's never stayed awake in a movie. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she's never seen, what? not she's seen never a single focused. movie. Right. Right. <laughs> I was so confused because I was just thinking of the Angelina Jolie movie. Like when she was saying, and I know you already talked about this, so I'm so sorry. But she has like her sycophant gaze in her house cooking fish, and she's just like chopping the fish heads off, and then one guy goes. Do you just cook it like that? And she's like, no, what are we in Atlanta? (laughs) You think in Atlanta they just throw a whole fish into a fryer? Like, what is wrong with you? And that same scene that you're talking about, she mentioned Martha Stewart, and she's like, well, I've been to jail. And it was like... it. She made. She was making a joke, and all the gays laughed at her. But it was like it. It what didn't make jo- sense? The it joke didn't make sense because she said, "What am I, Martha Stewart? No, I'm not, because I've already been to jail." So is Martha Stewart, you dipshit. It made no sense. But I think she was saying, "I went to jail first. Right. You see, you have to learn to talk, Lindsay. Guys, now we saw. Um, a, they're always having these meetings with the whole cast. Oh my God, my favorite. I like him too. Oh my God, doesn't like, it? We really- are going to have a meeting, and then he comes in with that big <laughs> phone. And he's only looking at his phone. He's like. <laughs> like flicking through his phone. He's like, we are going to meet right now. Listen, here's something. 
they need to understand. That's his favorite <laughs> thing to say. They need to understand that we are not going to take this. This is Lindsay's place. Ronnie, you do a good panos. You do a good one. I know, but people get offended. It's not good, but it'll get there one day because he is hilarious to me. I think he's so funny. Now, I always want more Lindsay, though. Like, it's Panos doing these meetings, but it's like, I want Lindsay there. And I feel like Lindsay's never showing up for these things. She's always on fucking FaceTime. Yeah, and she when she does show up, she just keeps saying the same thing. She's like, this is the Lohan brand. This is the brand. This, this is, is the brand. brand. This the is the Lohan brand. brand. <laughs> it's our brand, and I'm not going to put up with this. I'm like, okay, in four episodes, what I've seen you guys put up with is insane. I can't <laughs> right. believe that Brent guy is still there. What a pig. Do you think it's a brothel, or what's the word? Not brothel. Um, yeah, do you it's think like she's an escort service. Right. Or, yeah. And did you see, so Kayla from the MTV The Challenge, she was like apparently on Reddit. People were sending me things. She comes in next week. So she's on the show next week. She joins like the group. And then apparently she leaves early because she said on Reddit or somewhere that, uh, you know, Lindsay was pimping them out and she wasn't willing to do all the things that they wanted her to do. Like alluding to it being this... Yeah, I mean, Sex at least ring. the Spice Girls got a music career out of it, you know? Like, they were being, yeah. pi- or no, not the Spice Girls. Who do I mean? The Pussycat Dolls. Weren't they the oh, ones who I were being the pimped dolls. out yeah. as they were? But they don't even hide it on this show oh. that they're pimping them out. She's like, do whatever makes them happy. And then when Brent's making out with that chick, and then, well, this week, I guess he was taking a shot off his friend. Not a dude. Well, and when Panos was meeting with all of them, Panos was like, well, I like I like Brent and I liked uh, Alex because they're doing the job. And it's like the job they were doing was just hooking up with the client. Yeah. So and that's he's like, why I don't I think... like Julie. And then they just, because Julie wasn't sleeping around with anyone. It was like yeah, so bizarre. Yeah. She doesn't talk. And I think he means like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she doesn't blow or you know, like get blowjobs or whatever. Yeah. There was also these rumors that Lindsay's like a high end escort that are going well, how on. How much does she have money, honestly? I mean, I know that she was a big movie star, but I mean, from her face, it looks like. 19 decades of sandpaper ago like when <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 it's oh true. and plus her heart but <laughs> but yeah she wouldn't have made all that money to like buy a resort or now she's talking about buying some beach it's like there's not she enough- got hit on a beach is that really the story that's like the she story that she's story. sticking to, which is weird because she throws out that story about like her boyfriend was hitting her on the beach. And so she decided she's going to buy that beach one day, which is such a female empowerment story. Right. But then we know that she was trying to steal someone's child. And it's like she so she presents a little bit of female empowerment and then she'll reference Putin or like it's just such a mixed message that she gives sometimes. She'll represent Putin. <laughs> she did. Did you see when she was? Oh, please tell me that's not true. Oh, my God. Ronnie, last week. So. So she had a champagne gun, like, you know, those, mm-hmm. you put the bottle of champagne in, she was spraying everyone, and she's like, I feel like Putin. And she's referenced, that was one time she referenced Putin's, but she's done it before. Like, she, she's just is like, I feel like Putin. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I saw that part. I guess I just, I didn't know what she meant. No, Damn, and I need never, to learn this language. It never makes sense what she says. Uh, but, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know, it's very bizarre. Um, and then. It was Lindsay the whole time who swung the election. <laughs> <laughs> Trump thought he was working with Putin. He was really working with Lindsay Lohan. That's why it makes no sense. People like that can only talk to each other. You know, um, are you understand. Watching, are you watching Dina on Big Brother? I'm veering a little bit. I am, yeah. What do you think of Dina? Does she make sense well, to you? Well, when I was TV recapping back in the day, I used to recap um, Living Lohan with Dina and that dumb daughter. But Allie, you know, what did you learn from that show about the Lohans? That Dina is, is a, an S, a pimp as well. I mean, it seems yeah. like that's what she kind of is, too. Um, and she's 
a monster, but she's not as much of a monster. She's a sweeter monster. She's dumb. She's like Lindsay. That's what I was going to say. I think on Celebrity Big Brother, she's coming across as very sweet. There's like a little edge you could yeah, see she's that. she's kind of nice. I mean, she's a woman who was taking her kid to clubs when she was like 12 yeah. or whatever and like partying and doing drugs, allegedly, allegedly. according to the, the paps but uh, or the tabloids. But I don't know. She does it in a nice way. Like you can be as messy as you want as long as you're nice. And she seems nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. She seems sweet. Um, I'm rooting for Candy on Big Brother, but. That's neither here. Nor I am there. too, but she's not really doing much. <laughs> Candy is literally eating. That's yeah. all she'll do. I didn't even know she was still on. I was watching it the other day, yeah. and they didn't show her one time until yeah. the very end. There's a few people in that house. Like Joey Lawrence is there, and it's like they're not showing him at all. He's just sort of in the background. It's a lot of Tamar and that Lolo. God, Tamar. Tamar's crazy. Jeez, she's nuts, but um, hilariously nuts. Yes, yes, she's good. Anyway, Big Shaq is the client that's coming this week. <laughs> and what's interesting to me is they're sort of presenting it like, Below Deck does, you know, Below Deck when they have a charter and they present them like, this is the client that's coming on board. I sort of feel like Lohan's dipping their toe into that. It's like, they're like, here's who's coming and it's Big Shaq and we're supposed to know who Big Shaq is. Yeah, Lindsay's apparently a big Bravo watcher. You know, she's like, wait, next we're going to do someone's backyard. (laughs) We're going to have a home Friday or what's their home block or whatever. Panos is is on his phone. He's like, oh my God, we're going to have a meeting about Big Shaq. Because he calls him Big Sack, which is the funniest <laughs> way to put it, you know? And he's oh, looking, he's funny, sack. he's like, oh my god, my mother is calling, oh mommy! <laughs> <laughs> that guy is so funny to me. Oh, I love him. Now, also, we saw Lindsay has a new confessional look. And I thought it was the best she's ever looked. Did you notice that, like, purple look? And it's also, like, a, she's seated differently, so she's shot, like, the cast, she's shot, like, the ambassadors, or whatever the fuck you call them. <laughs> And for her other confessionals, I feel like the camera was above her, and she's, like, slinked back in the chair. But there's one new confessional where she's shot from below, and she looks like one of the and other she's cast kind members. of facing profile, almost. She's, yeah. like, in her Olin Glenn pose, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she looks good. She's got, like, good makeup. She's got a good dress. I like the setup. But yeah. It looks, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, Lindsay, you know, I'm liking that she's doing something. <laughs> That Just she's in working general. in general. Yeah, yeah, in general. She also has a new movie coming out. Did you see this? No. She's got, like, in March, she's got a direct-to-video movie. I didn't watch the trailer yet, but uh, the poster looked insane. What, what kind it's of like movie thrill- is it? It's a thriller. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I love a, I love a Lindsay thriller. <laughs> the poster is just, like, her a silhouette of her head, and then below it says, like, I don't know, they're out to get you or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was like a very like stereotypical thriller poster. And it says like on demand, March 3rd or whatever. <laughs> very excited about it. Um, and so, okay. So Panos meets with everyone. He tells the cast that they need a signature drink. Um, yes. Which is hilarious. That, see, they're mixing shows again. Why would you ask the waiters to come up with a drink? How could you not have bartenders at your place? It doesn't make any sense. Like, their roles mm-hmm. make no sense. I don't understand what these people are supposed to be doing. <laughs> like, are they bartenders? Are they just selling these cabanas? Not even cabana, but it's like a bed. Yeah, that, that is not their job. And Brent's like, tastes like horse manure next. I want to taste Big Sack. That's what I want to taste. Big Sack. <laughs> what do you make so, of Brent? Do you like Brent? Brent is a horrible a human monster. being. He's an awful monster. Someone needs to do something about him. He needs to get punched. Do you think he's... Good for the show, though. No. Oh, you don't? No, he's a mo- I don't think anybody like that should be on TV. That guy's a total misogynist and pig. Yeah. And I can't believe that he talked like that to people. When he was like, oh, she's a two. You know, it's that Disgusting. kind of guy. You know, yeah. that's a rapey kind of guy right there. You're right. He was like, she doesn't like me. She's a two. 
Fuck you, dude. How is he still there? And then when he showed back, look, I'm getting raged. No, I love I being love enraged. It, please. That's why I like this show. Yeah. And then when he's like, oh, I was a nerd growing up. And I'm like, I got news for you, fucker. You can put a highlight in the front of your hair or work out a little bit. I still want to push you into a locker. Right. Okay? Right. Yeah, he's the worst. Ugh. He's the worst. And I, I, I'm upset that all the girls are giving him a pass or everyone's giving him a pass. I mean, at one point he was like on the bed chatting with all the girls. And I was like, he just made fun of all of you and you heard it. Yeah. It wasn't even like hearsay. Like you heard him making fun of you and saying you're a two or whatever. Or no one and here that, is better than a six. Yeah, you're fat. I was like, fuck you. Like, why are you guys even talking to him? Yeah. And then and not only that, but Sarah's like... Last week, he's like, will you be my girlfriend? I'm like, Sarah, like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Enabler Sarah. It makes me crazy because it's supposed to be like, we're in this weird time where it's like girl empowerment, but then that's what your girl empowerment is, you know? And it makes me so pissed off. And he's like, oh, he did the typical thing where he fucks up and then he gets wasted. So he right. can say, oh, I was wasted, you know? And that's and not fair. And they all knew that he was doing that. And then they're like, but he was wasted. And then they just forgive him. Yeah. I will never forgive you, sir. He's the worst. You know who all we met this week is Billy. Billy, we haven't seen most of the show. And this week, when he was the one making the signature drink, um, he was front and center. And I feel like we just keep meeting new ones. It's like every week, it's like, this yeah. is someone who's been here the whole time, but we're going to meet him. Yeah, we don't see Billy till last time when he's like, I like you, but I'm not chasing you. So if you like me, tell me now. Tell me now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got- like their backstories. Like, they're all such victims in life. That's mm-hmm. another thing. They're like, look at me. It's a victim picture because it was in the 80s. Right. You know, they make it look really sad. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's my, from the, my mom had a, a perm. Yeah. And that's why I'm living my dream of being a bartender. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I was confused with Gabby's backstory. Did They said something about her not walking. She had a chronic pain. She's it's like, terrible. I have chronic pain. And then she's like, I started walking again my freshman year. But it, I don't know if it just happened so fast or I missed something. She but got I was like, a sickness. Okay. Her story, it's so hard not to laugh just because it's this show. And you're like, wait a minute. Why am I watching this? Like, you went from making like a whore drink on a beach to like, now's your <laughs> victim <whore> story. <laughs> her story was, she's like, I got sick when I was, I know what it's like to be bullied because I got sick. And I had to have double hip surgery, and kids would like chase me around in circles and push me out of my wheelchair. It just, <laughs> I didn't, wait, I mean, they push. I didn't hear this. Yeah, part. she said that they pushed, They would like bully her and push her out of her wheelchair. What? Which I'm not laughing that that's. Oh, no, no, no. It's just like where did this come from? You know, uh, and presented and she's so like, quickly. But now I walk. Yeah, and it's like what? Like I literally missed that part of the story. I just heard her saying, "I started walking again my freshman year," and I was like, "What? Were you not walking? like I? I must have. I don't know. I." I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, she got some kind of illness that she had to get double hip surgery, which obviously is terrible. Yeah. But I was just like, what is wrong with the world? I also laugh every time I see that, Gabby, because I think about how they made her change her hair color when she got to the island, because the DJ had the same hair color. (laughs) It's like, poor girl, that's bullying. Okay, so then we do see a quick little cutaway of Lindsay getting her eyebrows done. It's like all of Lindsay's shots this episode are just her getting a manicure, her getting her eyebrows done. The whole day. That's all she did. And then what did she say when she was getting her eyebrows done? She's like, the struggle is real. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I'm working so hard. I can't believe she's not on the episode more. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, yeah, I think that's all she did because it seems like they were trying to shoot her, but she was just like laying there getting stuff done. So Big Shaq arrives. Oh, I want to talk about Mike and Alex really quick. What do you make of Mike and Alex? Mike and Alex. You know, the oh, two gays like by Mike, Mike did, and Mike, by Mike and new Alex. Yes. Like Mike did the body shot off of Alex at one point and then they kissed later. 
Yeah, this is yeah, he does a shot off someone's stomach, I wrote. Um I I don't you know, gay relationships crack me up because I just don't know what the rules are and they're always different for every couple. Yeah. This couple. They're like, So Alex, what are the rules? And he's like, Well, the rules are like not to hook up with anybody. And then if I do hook up with somebody, it helps to be close so I can tell them about it. I'm like, so you can hook up with people, but you have to confess? Like, <laughs> It helps to be in the same state just so I can like go and like tell him first. But it's like, because I'm in Mykonos, I can't do it. Yes. And he has, and he is really intelligent. Like yeah. he knows, I mean, I don't know if he was really speaking real words when he's speaking other languages because I'm not intelligent. Sure, sure. Me but too. he seems intelligent and he has like nerd eyes, like smart eyes. I don't want to say nerd eyes, but like smart eyes where... He blinks in a way that he he blinks like a smart person. I totally know what you're saying. You know like, what I, I mean? feel like you can look at him and he seems like he's an intelligent human being. Yeah, it's like when people whore their way through college, but they're like going through college to be a lawyer. You know, something like great, <laughs> and it's like wow, you can work out and still be a lawyer. I feel like that about him, but oof, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it must be hot to work out that much and then not cheat. Yeah. I love that there are gays on the show. I like that there are two gays on the show because I feel like usually on a reality show, it's like we get one gay and then that gay doesn't end up getting to do anything or have any like relationship or drama. Yeah. And so it's like at least we have two or two LGBT or whatever on the show to get yeah, in the mix. Me too. And they both seem sweet. I'm- I always say we need more gay people on Vanderpump Rules. Like there's no gays on the show. We so don't. it's like. You don't think so? No, I don't want gay people on there. Why? Because <laughs> that show is garbage and it's full oh, of garbage want, yeah. human beings. They're so terrible with each other. <laughs> yeah. And it'll just make the gays look bad, you're saying. Yeah. It's not it's not gonna help. You know? Although Jesse's gay on there, he's just like a small part. And he hasn't embarrassed anybody. He won't even film scenes barely. You know, you know what I just heard? Like they were I guess he a few seasons ago, Jesse had filmed a bunch, like to be a main cast member, and then they didn't end up using any of it. Oh, weird. Yeah. They just cut them all out. Back to the show. So there's a lot of random scenes strung together, I noticed. Like, there's not a huge narrative through any of these episodes. Like, I feel like, I mean, speaking of Vanderpump, I feel like at least they'll have, like, a a, a more clear thread. Like, this oh, yeah. one, this show, it's just, like, a lot of random scenes and a lot of little storylines going on. Like, like Mike's bisexual, and here's Alex being tempted, or, or Brent and Sarah. It's like, everyone, it feels so strung together. Well, if people will do anything, then it's like, why watch it? You could just tell them to do anything. It's not as fun, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, they are just pasting a lot of stuff together it's a during, lot. during this. And the way that they do it is so funny, because Janetta decides she's going to just be mad at Gabby. And so every, <laughs> <laughs> every little thing she picks to be mad at Gabby is so funny. She's like, I want a shot. And then Gabby's like, yeah, I'll have a shot. She's like, she's always copying me. She's always one-upping. She's always stealing my... She's stealing my, my ideas. Spotlight. Or yeah, get a she, shot. Later on in the episode when they went to the club and it was like Gabby... They like literally showed the kiss. Gabby just did it like a cheek kiss. Like everybody does. And then everyone else continued to do it too. Like yeah. It wasn't just Gabby. It was like somebody else. They're like May or whatever. Yeah. And then, then Janita's like, I can't... Why would she do that? I invited him to the club. Why would she say hello? <laughs> These thirsty girls coming up on my man. And I love that Right when she's like, um, we're in Europe. That's literally what you do. And she's like, no, no, no. Oh, can we all just stop kissing each other on the cheek when we say hi? I'm like, no, you can't. You might be in Europe. You- I'm not in Europe. <laughs> I don't care that you're in Europe. You don't kiss. And they just like, yeah. they, I love that the editors just like zoomed in and put like a spotlight around the kiss to show us that it was just like a 
They like really I know, when, when you're on Gabby's page. side, because we shouldn't be on Gabby's side. No, I think Gabby's a monster, too. She's I mean, a I think, twit. Yeah. Like, the stuff that she was saying in the first episode. Like, when she was like, and especially being the only black woman here. Okay, well, you. But still. <laughs> I'm the only black woman in the, the, the like, they just showed Janita, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, I love it. Uh, um, so we do see a little bit with Lindsay and Big Shaq. Uh, Lindsay, that's where Lindsay tells the story about her ex. She yeah. also, she no also one st- wants to hear this, Lindsay. <laughs> she's like, we got to make him feel comfortable. And he's like, so what makes what made you come to Mykonos? She's like, I got hit on that beach. And I was like, you're going to own that beach. <laughs> she also said, um, a lot of her sound bites are, as we said, bizarre. But she said, people forget Mykonos is about music and festivals and having fun and bringing people together through music. <laughs> And she said, I like music, so it's important to have music on my resort. Yeah, she, like, <laughs> she goes, when I wake up in the morning, a good song will help me start my day. I'm like, well, welcome to being a human. <laughs> like, it was so brand new for her to wake up and listen to a song. Wait until she hears about radio alarm clocks. She's going to, like, have a... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think she listens to in the morning? Do you think it's just her own music? Yes. Yeah. I love Bossy. Every time they play that in the opening credits, I'm like, I wish it went on longer because I love I'm that. Song. A little bossy. <laughs> I'm a little bossy. <laughs> the whiskey smoker's voice. So then we see Big Shaq performing, and again, I wrote my notes like, I need a map. I don't understand where he's performing. I don't understand the setup of this whole place. Yeah, it's a square. And Lindsay showed up in her dress that said "Too Glam to Care," mm-hmm. and she listened to the show. And did you notice? something okay i posted this on my instagram but after big shack performed while while he was performing Lindsay put up like the ll sign with her fingers which was like double loser sorry was, yeah that's what it means okay i've seen glee posters <laughs> i've watched glee before she needed a slushy to the face but she then like the show ended and did you notice like Lindsay seemed to descend into the ground like it was like there was, oh, she was doing that elevator thing. But is that what she was doing? Was yeah, because like, the girl next to her was doing it too. She's like, "Let's do the elevator." What the fuck? Why was she doing that? Because I'm an actor. <laughs> we learned pantomime. It was so weird. I thought she was going back to hell. It was like going back to run hell. <laughs> it's like going back to bed. She just sinks in the sand until it's time to hell. <laughs> it was so bizarre because I was thinking, like, is there just like a lower floor to this place that we don't know about yet? <laughs> Like, I need the it's map. Like elevator. <laughs> I need, meant to look up a map of the resort, and I did not. <laughs> anyway, um, then we Ugh. see everyone heads back to the house. Uh, Janita, while Pardon they were me. headed back to the house, Janita said, I want to learn as much as I can from Lindsay. And they keep saying this. And why do they want to learn from her? <laughs> my favorite thing, is, other than they need to realize, that's like my, my favorite thing from this. But they the other realize. one is, I just want to be a sponge. <laughs> they keep saying that. I want to be a sponge. I'm like, you do not want to be a sponge on Mykonos. No, okay? it's so bizarre. Or I, last week, I think somebody was like, I've always wanted to learn learn from Lindsay. Like, I've always inspired. When are you going to learn from it's Lindsay? Like, what? You always? Like, your whole life, you've been thinking, I want to be like her? Like, what the fuck? She's been such a fucking mess for 10 years. Oh <laughs> even when she was in a mess. Like, I feel like even... During Mean Girls or something, she was still a mess. She was just in a good movie. Like yeah. she was never not a mess. Yeah, I don't know what you learned from Lindsay. It's like she has a bunch of people open a club for her. I don't think she has any money to put in that club. I mean, no. give me a break. No. And then she shows up and just says, "This is the brand." This what is are the you brand. talking about? Yeah, I don't accept this from the brand. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you remember? <laughs> this is a sidetrack. But do you remember that? What was that magazine where it was like they got all the young girls together? It was like Raven, Simone, Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Was it Vanity Fair? Maybe it was. Yeah. They do I stuff think it was like Vanity that. Fair, but, but it was like, like the new it girl. Every teen girl, like Mandy Moore, like every single one of them. And I remember there being the story about on the set of the photo shoot, the Olsons were in it. Uh, that was probably Vanity Fair. <laughs> Lindsay got in a fight with Hillary Duff. Because they were like fighting over Aaron Carter, oh, but God. she was like, Lin- "This was like Lindsay at thirteen year, you know, really young, young." Yeah, so it's like she's always it was, like, had this. Out. Yeah, they. I don't know if it was Vanity Fair. I'm just assuming it is because they do a lot of those. I remember when they were like the new it girl of this year, and Gretchen Mole was one of them. And then whatever happened to her happened to her. I don't. Have Wait, what idea. happened to her? I don't know, but she disappeared. And I. What was she in? I mean, I know everything from like stupid gossip sites online so i thought i think it's like some kind of harvey weinstein Mm. shit but i don't know but now she's kind of back doing tv shows she's great she's a great actor but i always feel so bad when i see her because i'm like i believe that magazine (laughs) lied to me and then you got totally screwed over you know i always get sad about the olsen twins because we were told that they were going to be these big huge stars and I assumed we'd still be seeing movies from them, and now they're gone. They're like billionaires. I know they're rich as well. So fuck, why would you act? I want, I want them to, Ronnie. That's why they should act. <laughs> okay. I want to see them I'm in a shitty mad. movie. I'm like, what are we even doing here? We, need- <laughs> <laughs> we don't get any twin movies anymore. There's no movies about twins, and that's I because know. the Olsons There's are gone. There's no Fuller House with them, right? They don't do that. They don't do it. They reference them. I watch Fuller House <laughs> religiously, <laughs> and they reference them all the time. Like they reference Michelle. Like Michelle's, she's got a famous clothing line, or like they do little yeah. bits that never work. Yeah. Well, the rest of us still get to blame them for Heath Ledger. So oh. it's not like we're left with nothing. <laughs> it's terrible. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. So that the, is terrible. What no, the hell? Okay, you know? Where does stuff like that even come from? It's like you have nothing to say, so you have to be rude. But let me let's be honest. Like recording so many so much content, sometimes you just say bad things it happens like i i do we all do i'll cut this part out no, yeah. <laughs> okay so then everyone has user discretion <laughs> okay so then everyone has a day off Lindsay says she wanted them to have a day to reflect and then mike we see mike in the kitchen kind of bragging about julie being his backup he's like i mean she's you know my backup but like i just want to have sex i want to meet someone yeah he's like you know we're open so <clears throat> whatever like she's my backup. Ba- She's like, not, what are you talking about? Those, uh, suddenly a dude came in, okay, right. and that's it. And that poor girl, Julie, is like getting no love. And I can see why. Cause like, <laughs> she's basic. She's basic. <laughs> I love when he was saying that, though. He was like, Julie's my backup. And Alex was listening. Alex the gay, the actual, you know, full gay. <laughs> and yeah, then gay. he's like, Original he's gay. like, Mike, you're, it's because you're gay. And then Mike responded with like, I'm bi, you little bitch. <laughs> they subtitle it. It just said, bye, little, little bitch. bitch. <laughs> so, good. so then Alex tells us his version. So they're like, so Alex, have you hooked up with him? He's like, um, yeah, well, we did hook up, but ew, I couldn't do it again. Because all I remember is waking up the next morning and him being like, oh, I gotta go back. (laughs) Doing the stereotypical (laughs) flaming accent. (laughs) He's like, no. See, those are the moments where I, you know, I, I don't mean to question bisexuality. It's just like, those are the kind of things that make me go like, hmm, is this? 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, especially being in L.A., everyone is such a different whatever that I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Identify how you want. We ain't sleeping together. So honestly, I don't care. Just identify as someone who pays for dinner. That would be great. Mm. How about that? Yeah. Do you know? Did you have an experience? Huh? Did you have an experience where someone didn't pay for dinner that you want to talk about? No, just in general. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if you wanted something off your chest because we could have talked about it. Don't start. Okay. Don't ever ask me that question. You know it'll never end. Okay. Uh, So then everyone goes to the club, and this is where Janina got mad because the Gabby's, you know, kissed someone who's because they're in Europe. And this is another, uh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, please, but you know, I'm going to, but this is another uh, part where I'm like, they're hookers, right? Because, (laughs) because Janita's like, yeah, so I texted this guy that I met at the club and like, I'm excited to see him because he's a potential VIP. I was like, "Mm." (laughs) I feel that the last episode of the season, it's going to be revealed that they are hookers. Like I, I think it's going to just be fully out there, like low hands of Madame. And that's what this whole season's been about. I hope so. I mean, God, it should be legal. You know, I, last week I said something about this too, and somebody online said that, uh, what did they say? That I was shaming sex work. And I have no problem with sex work. I go, oh, hell no. I'm, I'm glad I'm you got a job. Right. Like, I'm for it. My problem with this show is that they're not, they're not showing us where the lines are drawn. And like, I don't even think the employees know. Like, I don't think Julie fucking knows that she's supposed to hook up with someone for right. a job. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where I feel like there's an issue. It's like, Panos yeah, isn't explaining what the, the lines are. Yeah, they're telling him, be professional. We're professionals. You're ambassadors. And then when they're making out, he's like, good job. You did yeah, a good job. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, also at the club, that's where Alex and Mike, they make out. Um, and I just, yeah. I wrote in my notes that it's great Shocker. to see this on TV because we, I'm so used to Bravo where we don't see gays kiss or even on TV. And so it's like nice on MTV sometimes to see just like a gay making out. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And, uh, it's comfortable too because it's like watching home because it's West Hollywood gays, mm-hmm. you know. So we've seen those gays out at yeah, their clubs that they work out right. or work at. Right uh, now, back at the house, did you notice there was a stray cat? Like they go after the club, they go back home. Well, it's called Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. <laughs> there was just a shot of a, a stray cat, and I was like, "Where'd that come from?" It's like, Lindsay, is that, is she's that- <laughs> like, "They better get it together." <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's like an anamorph; like she just goes from human form to cat form. <laughs> oh, I love that. If that's how she that's how she's on the show. She, she's just spying on like, them. I'm a cat now, but she's exactly the same. She's like, listen, this is the low hand cat brand. Stop fucking around you're out. <laughs> so let's talk about this fight between Janita and Gabby, which got physical. What did you saw who did you side with here? Gabby, you don't ever hit somebody. And that girl didn't only hit her. She smacked her hard, and then she fucking punched her with a closed fist. Get that bitch off of TV. She shouldn't even be allowed around. It was a hard slap. And then she even put up her, like, she put up her fist. It was just like very. It wasn't just like a little. I, we've seen on plenty of other shows, like a little slap. This was like hard. Yeah, get her off TV. She should. That's usually a number one. You're fired. Well, How is yeah. that even accepted that you're not fired after that? It's so interesting because MTV used to do, used to have a no violence policy, right? Like, back, do you remember watching like the challenge or real world or whatever? Uh-huh. The minute anything got physical, they'd be like, you're out of the house. You're out. And the cast knew that. And then somewhere along the line, I think like five to 10 years ago, it became like up to the v- producer's discretion. Oh, that's bullshit. Okay. Yeah. So that's why. Cause I was getting so mad that it wasn't even being talked about. Cause my day of MTV were right. those days. So I'm used to it being an auto out. And on Bravo, 
I would like to say it's an auto out, but obviously it's not. It's we not, saw Stasi yeah. and Tamara smacked somebody, I think, when yeah. you're behind a bus. It should be, though. Like, you shouldn't be worried about your physical safety, like, if you're in a cast. You should something. be fired. When you, yeah. punt, when, you know, if it was like a slap or something. I don't know. There is, let's not pretend there's not a difference between a slap and a punch. Right. But a slap and a punch, get out. Get yeah, the yeah, hell yeah. out of here. And especially when they're like, you're not, he's like, you are not even sorry. She's like, no. She, she started wasn't. it, and then she says, if I own a pit bull, and I tell somebody <laughs> not to touch the pit bull, but they do anyway, the pit bull, or, and I touch the pit bull, and the pit bull bites me, then I can't be mad. I was like, yes, you can, and who works with fucking violent pit bulls anyway? And you would it's not get, the yeah. same thing, you idiot. <laughs> and you would get the, the, someone would have to get the pit bull out of there, like, they wouldn't keep the pit bull around. Yeah, and then she did the <laughs> typical fucking thing of, like, now I'm a victim, and she only did it once she was in trouble. Right. Once they like, he's like, "You can't do that." Do you know how stupid you look? He goes, "You should be embarrassed for yourself. You look stupid." And she's like, "Oh!" And then she just got upset. <laughs> she like, she, like, <laughs> like she took off her glasses and tried to come for him. I'm like, "Who have yeah. these people ever had jobs? Who screams at their boss? It's the second person now, right?" And it's also just like you're asking him to kick you off the show. Like, just at least like apologize. And when I saw her, so that moment when she was meeting with Panos and she was wearing a shirt that said sorry I was like okay well at least literally I'm watching the whole scene I'm like well she's being combative she's not apologizing but I'm like at least her shirt says sorry so like she woke up that morning and thought you know what I'll show that I'm sorry this way not verbally but I'm not gonna wear the thank you shirt today and then and then we see a shot of her after Panos (laughs) Panos leaves and we see her backside and it said not sorry (laughs) Like they and the editors did a close up of it, so I was like, "Oh my god!" This, I didn't see that. Your, your, one, your one redeeming quality, I thought that you were at least apologizing via your clothing, and then they they just right at the very end of the episode, a close up of not oh, sorry. What an asshole! And I, I love that that's the ending to that. So I was like, "Why is she wearing that shirt? It makes no sense for someone like that to buy that." Because she refused, refused, refused to say she's sorry. And she's like, she started, I'll do it. She got physical with me first. I'm like, no, that's not the same thing. Touching someone's leg and saying, I'm done, is not the same thing. And you made her do it the other times. That girl's horrible. And it's enraging that they're just like, oh, well. And then Lindsay's like, I'm not taking this. This is my. I'm like, okay, this is now (laughs) the second time. Lindsay showed up at the very end. Is that what you're talking about? When she, Lindsay Every time they show Lindsay, she's like, (laughs) well, they're not doing what I want. That's it. I'm firing them. And then they show Panos. And he's like, what they need to realize is we're not taking this. Never. And then they show him talking to them. And he's like. Okay, well, you know, go back to work. I'm like, yeah. what the hell kind of job is this? I don't like how many steps there are between like somebody doing something and then like them going back to work because it's like first Panos meets with them and then Lindsay is called and then Lindsay has to show up. Like, you know, they just made dragged her against her will to show up at film because it's like, why wasn't Lindsay there in the first place? Like, she should have been at that meeting that Panos was holding with you know, Janita about the punch. Yeah. And she refused to apologize and he yelled at her and said, I'm going to fire you. But then he didn't. And then he just left and it looks like it's going to be fine. Well, Lindsay showed up. Did you notice when she, at the very end, like as the credits were rolling, she showed up in a jean vest and then like a long jean skirt with like a, a short jean skirt over it. It was like yeah. the most insane look I've ever seen. I loved it. It's just like so much denim. It was There's like so a, much to see. Right. I mean, Panos was wearing a pink, purple, like acid washed leopard print 
fur vest. Purple. Yeah. It was point. like, I know. And it had like fringes on it. I, I was, at first I saw it, I just saw it from like the shoulders and I thought it was like an Aladdin vest, yeah. but like with leopard print, but then they like zoomed out and then there was like more fringes and then it was like multicolored. I was yes, like, he was wearing a black t-shirt with like fringe flower things just like drooping off of them. But then he wears like dad golf shorts. Yeah. It's the weirdest, <laughs> yes. it's the weirdest thing, it's and I love so it. so bizarre. Do you think Panos was, like, always wanting to be a TV star or something, and now he's, like, really giving it to us? Or do you think he's doing this against his will? Oh, no, he's not doing it against his will. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure anybody that's friends with... I mean, who's friends with... Like, who's going to be like, let's open a bar, Lindsay Lohan, yeah. if it's not to do this, you know? No do one's they, like, oh, Lindsay, what a hard worker. <laughs> do you think he's funding this whole thing? This whole operation. Mm, well, she, they keep saying partners, and he's a partner, so I'm sure he's funding maybe. Right. It's probably like a TomTom funding where it's like $50,000 or something. Right. <laughs> so he owns like a little piece of it. A tiny little piece. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Uh, we didn't talk about Gabby going to the hotel, but I was surprised. See, back in the MTV olden days, the producers would have stepped in and they would have had Janita go to the hotel. And it was like, this was Gabby got hit, and then she went to the hotel. And I was just surprised. I'm just so surprised that MTV is doing this. Like, they're not. And I'm surprised in. with the cast that the cast just all rallies around the, the one who hits people well, the, and, like, yeah. sits on the bed and laughs with her all night about it. That's when That's I was pissed shit. at Brent. I was pissed that they were talking to Brent. I'm like, he's such an asshole. Why are you talking to him now? Yeah. But the cast, it doesn't seem like they know what they're doing. Yeah. No, <laughs> they seem morals. like terrible people. And they can't speak, you know, mm -hmm. trying to figure out what anybody's even saying. I mean, especially Lindsay, of course. Like she said, I told I told Big Shaq about my story, and it was so nice how he reciprocated. It's like <laughs> <laughs> Billy was so proud of how he was doing Big Shaq the whole time. Did you notice that yeah. Billy's like was so eager with him? He's like, "I'll get you water. I got you water. We'll get you water." Yeah, and every like, time Big Shaq's like, "Come on, let's shake hands and hug." Every <laughs> single time he's like, "Yeah, I'm nailing it." I wonder how they got these people, like the the clients, like that Natasha girl at Big Shack, or who was the the DJ that was on one of the episodes. I wonder oh. how they're presenting them this show. Like, I would love to see the producers sending out an offer. Like, hey, Lindsay's got a beach house now. We need you to show up for an episode. Please come to Lindsay's. Okay, she'll provide the coke and a continental breakfast. Okay, <laughs> some eggs, an omelet, <laughs> and also I wonder who they reached out to that said no. Like, who were who were the list of people that they couldn't get on this? Show. It's pretty, I don't know, but it's pretty funny some of the people they've had on. But the people who were working on the show were too stupid to even make it funny. Like that guy who came on last week and he's like, Wash my feet, this. Wash my feet, this. And then that guy's like, Okay. He just said, Oh, I did it. I just did it. I know. That's why I will say, like, about Brent, when that whole situation was going on, I felt like Brent gave us some drama about it. And I, he's like, I won't do that. Like, I draw a line. Like, he gave us something. Yeah, and the producer was like, you just made out with somebody. Right. He's like, I was going to get laid. That's different. <laughs> and they kept that in. They kept the producer's voice in. It was, like, behind the Yeah, that guy wall. should get fired, and so should Janetta. I don't like that people get to act like that with other people. Yeah. I feel like if you just sexually harass your entire house full of employees, you should go, too. You would just fire the whole cast. No, the other ones are working. But, you know, Vanderpump rules, at least when they do shit like that bad, they get fired. I mean, maybe it just takes time. Uh, on this show, we talked about how Brent is sort of the jacks of this group, but he's more dangerous because he's smarter. Is he? I think he's, I think he's more intelligent than Jax, but it, a complete monster. He's more of a monster because he's more intelligent, I think. He's like trying to be a monster. Jax isn't really trying he just is he like just jack's is. think he's yeah, funny yeah. and charming you know yeah. 
this guy's like going out of his way to be mean. You're right. Which, God, can't believe it just picked Jax over somebody. I know, right? Um, yeah, so next that. week, they leave a cliffhanger. It's like, who goes home? We There's two new people coming. One is that Kayla girl from the challenge. And then um, they kind of leave us on that cliffhanger. Like, is somebody going home? Like, what's happening? But they said they're adding people. She's like, the season's getting better, so we're adding people. But, <laughs> but I don't know if they're going to get rid of anybody. Because they so show confusing. that girl, Janetta's still in it. Oh, so she sticks around? Well, they show her hugging somebody, but I don't know if that means goodbye, but I'm assuming they keep I don't her. Know. I mean, uh, speaking of MTV, that's such an MTV trope of like leaving an episode being like, is this person going home or not? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that doesn't happen on Bravo. Yeah. Um, but uh, all the cast, is, it's so confusing, and I think they need to nail down a cast. Like, that's the problem I have right now. It's like, I want to know exactly who's going to be around for the whole season. And I don't want this sort of weird idea of like, who's sticking around? Who's going home? Are we bringing in new people? Like, I just need to know who I'm supposed to watch. Yeah. And also, I I think what helps Vanderpump rules over, I don't know why I keep comparing them, but I think what helps them. Yeah. Yeah. What helps them over this one is that they're not always at work. I mean, this is really rough because you have to actually watch them work and nobody wants to watch people wait tables. Okay. Right. Nobody. Right. And then they just go home and they all live together. So it's the obvious, like, let's get trying. Oh, I did love also that Lindsay was like, how do you show up to, how do you show up to meet me in your bra and underwear? Like you came to their house while they were drunk. (laughs) I know they were literally the house. Like they were filming and you knew that they were in the pool. Like production told you. So they have no lives other than being there. So I don't, I don't know, but it's really fun to watch. I want them to break the fourth wall more. They did for a second, like Gabby, when she was out by the, fucking street or whatever yeah. the she's like i don't want the cameras on me and mtv does that a lot where they like on teen mom now it's literally like producers are cast members yeah and i would like it if lind i would like it if this lohan beach club totally went there and broke the fourth wall and showed us more of that instead of pretending like that's one of the problems i have with vanderpump rules is like the pretending that they're still always working or something like that like yeah i just even last week on vanderpump it was like ariana was she had that scene with tom yeah with the spritzer the or whatever and right. it was like the i feel like in. that was they were like ariana you need to go work to do this scene yeah you know i don't think she was working there you know what i mean yeah i think she actually does work sometimes i think they all work like a once a month or so they have like a schedule where they have to show up sometimes i yeah. think sheena comes to work i've seen her there a bunch right. but it's been a while right and that's so sad to say. I see her there a bunch. Gross. <laughs> so gross. But yeah, I don't go there a and bunch. And on that note, yeah, Ronnie, oh, what a trash. Do you have bag. any final thoughts on Lohan Beach Club? No, this was super fun. Thank you for having me because I wouldn't have done that to myself otherwise, and I'm really glad I did. It was worth it. Will you keep watching, or maybe yeah. like binge them all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you tell people about your show and you and and where people oh, yeah, can so find you? Watch what happens. It's a Bravo podcast. We're on tour, so come see us in Texas next week in Dallas, Texas, y'all. We're and doing you guys, it. your live shows are the fucking best. Thank you. They're so much fun. They're, They're so like a big fun. party. So come see those. And WatchWhatCrappens dot com has our schedule. And then I'm on Rose Pricks, which is a Bachelor podcast, right. and that one's super fun too. So go check that out. Um, I'm going back to the live show. I was ignoring what you just said, but I want to say that the live shows are so fun because <laughs> the audience is filled with like-minded people, and so you're surrounded by people that also love Bravo yeah. Housewives, like all that stuff. They so. love it, but they don't. You know, there's so many different types of fans of these things, and so you know we all read the internet and some people who take housewives and stuff really seriously that's a different kind of person right and it's not necessarily someone you ever want to be close to ever because <laughs> they get mad about like they'll stand up for the worst things 
Um, but these are people like all of us. We just like making fun of stuff and and laughing and laughing. Yeah, I know. and so your show does that. Cool Both of your comes. shows do that beautifully. Watch what happens and Rose Pricks. Thank so. you. Ann. I love you love so much. You. Congratulations on everything. You're killing it. Oh, thank you. You got you and Ben are like my podcast. Um, what do you call it? Like mentors, gurus, gods. Oh God. Yeah, I love you. I love you. Thank Bye. you. Ah, oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Okay, guys, we got to talk about the real houses in New Jersey. Now, I'll be honest, I wasn't going to recap it this week. I felt like there were all those bonus episodes. I thought I'd give myself a little break. But then I watched the episode, and holy fuck, what an episode. I thought it was the best episode of the season. I loved it. We opened the episode. They're still in Cabo. They just had that monkey's asshole fight the night before. That monkey rim job argument they were in. And they're all waking up. So everyone's FaceTiming. I always think it's weird that Dolores is always FaceTiming Frank. But then it's like in interviews and stuff, Dolores says she's got another boyfriend. So it's like, why are you FaceTiming Frank? Their relationship is just lovely and bizarre at the same time. And I love it. And speaking of relationships that I love, you guys, Danielle and Teresa are waking up in the same room because they, that, you know, they room together here in Cabo. And I don't know about you, but I got very much couple vibes from them. Doesn't it sort of seem like they could be a good couple or that they maybe already are? <laughs> I, 
I don't know, something about it, it was like, Teresa just defends Danielle, Danielle defends Teresa, they're waking up in the same place together. I just thought, you know what, they'd make a good couple. And I do find it so weird that Teresa just completely turned on Margaret, because I don't feel like Teresa and Margaret ever had any beef. Anyway, they all split and go their separate ways. Jackie and Dolores and Marge, they go to the pool. And I want to talk about something. Jackie opened up a little bit more about her eating disorder, because she she got into the pool and she said she's never taken four days off from the gym. And then Dolores opened up about her eating disorder. Now, I found this conversation so refreshing because it's not something we've seen a ton on Housewives, right? Like, we saw on New York a little bit with Bethany and Jules. Do you remember? That was so, it was very dark, but also very compelling, I thought, because I feel like so many people suffer from different forms of eating disorders, myself included, and I'm not up to talking about that right now, but I think that a lot of people struggle. And I always say, just like Dolores said, there are different types of eating disorders, whether it be you know, super controlled eating that, or, or, or your brain, the way you talk and think about food. There's just a lot of different intricacies. So I found it so refreshing when Jackie said that she's never taken four days off from the gym before. It was like, I was kind of blown away by that comment because I thought I, I've been there before and I know that, you know, it's, it almost becomes an obsession, the gym and in your eating habits. And Dolores showed that photo of her. And you could see Dolores's arm was so thin. And I I just think a lot of people deal with this kind of thing. And I wish it was something that was talked about on reality shows, but it's such a hard thing to discuss. And it's also so different. It's so different. You know, I talk a lot about mental health on the show. And I think in a similar way, it's like everyone deals with those things in different ways and it comes out in different ways. And so there's so many intricacies, but I, I would like to see more of that talked about on housewives because i feel like more other other housewives probably have dealt with this issue but it's still a taboo subject and i don't know i wonder why it's still so taboo i don't know you know i'm saying it's taboo it's hard for me to talk about i'm not comfortable you know sharing my experience yet but i yeah i don't know i hope one day we can all chat about it <laughs> anyway then this was so funny. So we go from that, we go from that like very serious conversation to all of a sudden talking about the monkey asshole fight again. And then they literally had to look up a monkey's asshole on Google. <laughs> Marge, Marge looked it up and the camera zoomed in. And then all the girls were like, yep, that's what her lips look like. That's what Jennifer's lips look like. <laughs> that, that monkey's butt. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. So then the other girls. Melissa, Jennifer, Danielle, and Teresa, they're out shopping for sombreros. And Danielle is obviously still mad at Marge, and she brings up Margaret's kids again, which Margaret was on my show talking about how the kids are a tough topic for her. And I feel like Melissa was right when she said the kids are off limits. Like, if somebody was talking about my kids, first of all, her kids are not agreed to be on this show. So, like, even though I would like to see Margaret's kids on here and see the dynamics of that family, they're not on the show, and so they shouldn't be allowed to be talked about. And Danielle knows she's going over the line. Like, she's just being an asshole, right? Like, Danielle is always being an asshole. She's she's good at stirring up shit for the show, but also, it's like that, if I was Margaret, like, that would cross the line for me. And I was I liked how Melissa stuck up for Margaret in that moment, because it's like, if Danielle's going to talk about Margaret's kids, she'll talk about anyone's kids. And so that's, I did agree with that. And then Danielle... 
at that point, like Danielle was like, Melissa, you better beware. She said, beware. And then Danielle walks away and Melissa calls Danielle a little bitch while they're shopping. I think there's more to that dynamic. But Melissa, it's like, finally you're fucking waking up, right? Like, as much as I love watching Danielle on the show, if I had any sort of, I would be afraid, a fool to have any sort of personal relationship with her because she's so unpredictable. And I just don't understand, like, Teresa must, uh, Teresa's like dickmatized by Danielle. (laughs) She's dickmatized by Danielle. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if Teresa's thinking like, oh, well, she makes a good show. So we got to, someone's got to keep her on. So I'll pretend to be her friend. Or if they're actually friends, I don't know. But the Melissa being friends with Danielle the whole time, like this whole season has bugged me or, and last season, at least Dolores is up front. Like I'm not being friends with that crazy. Melissa seems to be like pretending that she's friendly with Danielle and I've never bought it. Not for one second. And so finally Melissa's kind of coming into her own and saying, you know, you're being inappropriate, but it's like, what the fuck took you so long? Why does Teresa turn a blind eye? I don't know. Then they get to, they take a bus ride. I always love a bus ride footage. They take the bus ride back and there's like a lot of awkward tension. It's like Jennifer and Danielle and then Melissa and Teresa are in the back. Then we have a dinner. You guys, this dinner, the sunset dinner, it was a beautiful location. Jennifer starts getting drunk again. She's been having tequila this whole episode. She just keeps ordering tequila after tequila after tequila. And every time she ordered one, I was a little bit giddy with excitement. (laughs) I loved it. Now, at this dinner, the whole crew is there, and they get into an argument about the argument last night again, right? And Jennifer, I thought, crossed the line again. She said, you're, she said to Margaret, you're used to an environment of cheating. She said, that's what I meant. So look, I thought that was crossing a line, but it definitely didn't deserve the response that Margaret gave her, which was... That's why your husband, she's like, oh, you act that way. That's why your husband sleeps in the pool house. And then she said, he's got a girlfriend. That's the word on the street. And this sent Jennifer into a blind rage, which I would have too. If I was Jennifer, I would have, sent into, I would have been in a blind rage. And Jennifer started to get mad and she kind of got like, you know, she got up from the table and like, I don't know, pounded her fist against the table or whatever. And then Margaret flawlessly giving a flawless housewife's performance. If we're just looking at Housewife performance-wise, this was perfection. Margaret really was a star of this episode in terms of housewifeness, housewifery. <laughs> I feel like I've been using that term a lot lately, and I think it's an important term, term, housewifery. Margaret was doing flawless housewifery. When it hit the ner- or when Jennifer started to get mad, Margaret, while putting an appetizer in her mouth, said, with such perfection, she said, hit a nerve. And then ate her fucking appetizer, you guys. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. It was perfection. She was eating an app, and then she literally said, so, like, relaxed, calm, cool, and collected. Hit a nerve, and it did hit a nerve. Jennifer got up the table and left. Everyone was siding with Jennifer, except for... I wasn't fully on Jennifer's side, because I do think that Jennifer crossed the line by saying, you're used to an environment of cheating. Like, fuck you. (laughs) But I don't think Marge should have made up a cheating rumor. But here's what I was thinking. So they were, all the girls were telling Margaret, like, you can't just make that up. A cheating rumor is, like, not okay. But I was thinking, at this point in our lives, 2019, when somebody joins a reality TV show, they have to know that cheating rumors are going to be a part of it. It seems like everyone that's been on reality TV when they're in a relationship, they're plagued with cheating rumors. And it's something that's so easy to come up. So I just think that 
it should be expected. That said, if I was on the receiving end of that, I would flip the fuck out. Flip the fuck out. Then, Margaret apologizes very sincerely. She said, I said that to hurt you. She apologized really quickly, and I think we've all done that. We've said things to hurt other people just to hurt them. So, they make up, and then we see a scene. You guys, Danielle and Teresa were talking, and or maybe it was Danielle and Jennifer, but I've kind of gotten my, I've gotten a grip on how Danielle talks. She's like, that's two nights in a row you got hit with mean things. And she always, like, emphasizes, like, the second, like, that's two nights. Margaret shouldn't have gone there. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's that's worse than my Margaret impression. Hit a nerve. Your boyfriend, your husband sleeps in the pool house. He's got a girl on the street. Hit a nerve. <laughs> that's my Margaret. <laughs> I'm the worst at these. Anyway, Danielle's... I just feel like Danielle's doing too much. She's doing way too much, and she's just pissing me off. So the next day, all the girls get together. They've all made up at this point, And they go to ride camels. What the fuck is Teresa wearing to ride that camel? Like, what the fuck? And <laughs> this is this is their first time riding camels. And you guys, here's what I noticed when they were going to ride the camels. For the first time... Since maybe Caroline was on the show, I was sitting back and I was watching this and I was thinking, for the first time in years, this has felt like not the Teresa show. Right? So I was watching them drive to the camels or get to the camel place. And I really felt like this was an ensemble cast. It was like, I didn't care what Teresa did. Like, I'm more interested in the other people around her, which I haven't felt that since Caroline. You know, and I, I'm not saying I don't like Teresa. It's just she has really hijacked the show for the past few seasons. And I like her. I think she's offered great storylines, but she's hijacked the show in a way that's unlike any other franchise in the Housewives, you know, franchise. <laughs> in the more than any other franchise, Teresa has hijacked the show. And they were driving to the camels, and I thought, oh, I don't even. I don't even need Teresa. Like, I'd be fine if she was gone. I'm not saying she should go, but I'm saying this finally feels like an ensemble cast. Like, it finally felt like we could move on without her. So they get to the camels, and we got to talk. I mean, speaking of, we do need Teresa because <laughs> she offers some good stuff. She never heard of jicama before, and they were, they were feeding the camel jicama. And Teresa's like, jicama? What's that? Hikama? <laughs> she was so... I had no idea. Hick, hick a mama? Like, what's that? <laughs> like, she couldn't believe it. <laughs> also, then Teresa like fed the camel, you guys, and <laughs> she was so nervous to do it. The whole group applauded after she fed the fucking camel. And I thought, like, Teresa's been to prison. Like, she's seen and done it all. She literally lived in prison for almost a whole year. And here are these women clapping. They're literally congratulating and clapping her for feeding a fucking camel. <laughs> like, what? She's been through so much. And it was like, the, you know, she just overcome the biggest, she just overcame the biggest obstacle by feeding a camel jicama. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you guys catch how Danielle got a confessional this episode? She got a confessional. We haven't seen a confessional from her the whole season. Here she got a confessional. I'm worried that means she might get another season. I didn't think she would, but now I think she might. I mean, they gave her a confessional this late in the game. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. I don't know. 
So then uh, all the girls get back from their camera rides. Camera rides was fun. I thought it was cute. And they talked a little bit about Joe after the camel ride, too. They talked about Joe getting out of prison. And again, I say that I think we're all pretending that her and Joe are going to stick together. I don't think she believes it or she's going to. But they talked a little bit about it. Then later that night, Teresa and Danielle, they were pre-gaming to Melania's song. And I just loved that. It was like <laughs> Melania's wonderful song. So I don't care, so what? Um, every gay is going to be pre-gaming to that song, and already has. Like, I've pre-gamed to that song, too. So I appreciated that Teresa just played it, and I love that they own the rights to the song, and Bravo could play it, and I would like Bravo to play it in every episode of all their shows. So you heard it here first. <laughs> so then all the girls get together at dinner, and there's, like, a lot of tension in the air. Dolores says right off the bat, like, I need to get drunk. It was a very pretty dinner. Jennifer's ordering tequila. Jennifer invites everyone to her anniversary party, which is going to be for the finale. Now, the girls also start talking about dicks. Did you notice this? They were talking about dick size. And I find that you can always tell with girls and gays when they're talking about dick size, you could tell how big their husbands or boyfriends' dicks are because of the way that they respond to this conversation. So the question came up, like, does dick size matter? And Melissa and Dolores were like, you know, I think it matters. You don't want a small dick, right? But then Jackie and I don't know who else it was. I think it was Jackie and Marge were like, well, it's more the motion of the ocean. You know, Marge was like, it's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> but to me, that means that Margaret and Jackie's husbands have small dicks, and Melissa and Dolores's ex-husband have big dicks. So I'm sticking by that. I find that that method is true of proving dick size. Like, you can tell by the girlfriend and the wife, like, how they're talking about dick size. So use it. If you hear a girl say that, like, it does matter, that means her husband's got a big dick. And if you hear them say it doesn't matter, it's because they're defending their husband, because their husband's got a small dick. So that's the, you know, there you go. Heard it here first. <laughs> so then there was a weird moment, too, at the table. Did you guys see Teresa was flirting with Jen with, like, the necklace? It was bizarre. And then Jen started getting, like, turned into the dark side. I thought that was weird. She was making, like, a lot of weird, scary facial expressions. And then Danielle, of course, brings the monkey asshole thing. And Jen looked like she was, like, praying at one point, And she looked, she got this evil face on. And Jackie jumped in. You guys, I love, I like Jackie. I like her. She's, like, so unafraid of Teresa. It's shocking to see. It's, like, refreshing to see. I've never seen a cast member be so unafraid of Teresa. So unafraid. And so then this whole fight breaks loose. Danielle says she, uh, Margaret should have never been in her wedding. Uh, that uh, it, Margaret says that Danielle's irrelevant. And then Danielle brings up the kids. And you guys, I didn't like it. Teresa stuck up for Danielle. Danielle was like, you never see your kids. Like, they don't ever, you're, they're never around, blah, blah, blah. I thought Teresa's being dumb. It, it was just, it was so below the belt what Danielle was saying. Like, I would have flipped the fuck out. And Dolores said the same thing. She's like, Danielle wouldn't have had a fucking face if she said that to me. Like, I don't have kids, but if you were to talk about my kids, I would lose it. I would lose it on you. I'd be throwing more than wine at you if someone was talking about my kids. And Margaret threw the wine glass on Danielle. It was thrilling. And I literally paused the episode to see how much time was left. Because Bravo always does that thing where they end on a good cliffhanger. Because I really thought they would just end the episode. But then I paused it, and there were still like 10 minutes left. I was like, oh my god, this is good. That's how I could tell a good episode. 
When it, if it were to just end, I would have been so fucking pissed. But Margaret throws the drink on Ninial, lands flawlessly. It doesn't hit Teresa or nobody else. Perfect throw. Then Margaret leaves. Danielle, like, stabs the table, and Danielle is, like, getting crazy, just throwing everything. Margaret leaves. She walks up that marble staircase. It's, like, the most amazing exit. Beautiful. Another stunning housewife's performance. Margaret's housewifery was great this episode. Um, And, again, Danielle's just throwing shit everywhere. The fight didn't end, and new fights broke (laughs) out. I can't talk today. New fights broke out. Melissa started defending Margaret, and then there was like a little bit Melissa versus Teresa. Jennifer looked like she got so fucking pissed. And then the episode ends with Jennifer breaking the glass on the table, and we just see she's ready to like shiv someone, or is that the word? (laughs) She just breaks the glass, and she's holding it with a crazy fucking face. And if any of you watched last season of Married to Medicine, it reminded me of Mariah. Do you remember at that one dinner on vacation where Mariah broke the glass and then held it in her hand like she was going to stab someone with it? That's what Jennifer did. And that's wonderful housewifery right there. That's good housewifery. Like not actually like doing anything with the broken glass, but like holding on to it as if you're going to. That's a move. That's a move. And then the episode ended and I was on the edge of my seat. I loved it. I fucking love this episode. And I can't wait for more. I'm hearing it just gets better and better. We see Margaret throwing Marty in the pool. Like, what the fuck? Jersey is bringing it, you guys. It's good. Jersey is fucking great. And not only is it fucking great, but we don't even need Teresa. It, it would be great without her. I still want her around, but I'm saying it'd be great without her. And that's the first time I've said that in years. So, wow, um, that was an episode. Anyway, gonna wrap this up. I love you all so much for listening. I want to thank Samson Technologies for sponsoring the show. Rate and review this on iTunes if you like it. Find me on social media. Uh, what else? Let's do our little cool down, because now we need it after that excitement of Jersey. Let's all take a deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Let's take another deep breath in. And think about a time where you defended a friend. Breathe out. Uh, I just think it's good. I, Melissa, was defending, <laughs> Melissa was defending Margaret. And I think it's always a good thing when you could defend a friend. You know, sometimes you have your ride-or-die friends. Even when they're wrong, I think it's important to defend them. You know, like my best friend, Jill, I'm going to text her now, but I always think about, even when she's wrong, sometimes I would defend her, because I love her. She's a ride-or-die. You know, I love you all so much for listening. But also, don't defend your friends if they're, like, doing something really wrong. I'm just talking about, like, (laughs) a little wrong. (laughs) Anyway, love you all. Bye-bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories so much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made 
for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.